Hi, Derek. How you doing? Uh, better than you, James. Your blood pressure seems like it's a little bit through the roof, and I heard the first three letters of an S word. <laughs> yeah, I almost went there. I'm still ticked off, Derek. Come on, man. This is this the one of the reasons why these guys like Alvin Bragg think that they can punk the GOP is because the GOP are a bunch of punks. That's why they think they can punk them. Because we sit there on the sidelines year after year after year and watch them kick our behinds, politically speaking, and we don't do anything. And so they think they can punk you. It's like a street fight. Come on, Derek, you grew up in Michigan. You know what I'm talking about. When you have a guy that they knows he can just punk your ass, he's just going to do it all the time because you're a punk. And I that's see. what Republicans are. They're a, p- a bunch of punks. I've said it many times. Republicans are really, really good in the abstract. The, the problem is when they get a chance to do something, when they get a chance to follow through, it's one of those, the word you almost said, holy bleep, we've got to, to do this now. And they don't really, a good chunk of them don't really want to. I think it's probably more than half now actually do. The Freedom Caucus and that crowd, they, they actually mean what they campaign on. And the rest of them go, I don't. I don't really want to do that. And you're, it, you would think it would be so easy. It, Republicans are horrible at messaging, James. And you sit there and you go, what, how can you be bad at messaging liberty? How can you be bad at messaging American greatness? How can you be bad at messaging the concept of individual responsibility? How do you lose to somebody who's, you know, when, you're, when your message is that and the other side is the opposite of that? But you've got to understand the dynamics here. Yes, Fox, this is one of the things that drives me nuts. Fox News is is wildly popular, and conservative media does well individually. But collectively, more people get their news from The View than the average Fox show. It's a scary proposition. This is true. This is true. It's true. It's sad. And it's true. And you sit there and you watch Joy Behar and Whoopi and the gang and Sonny Houston. You go, my God, they could you? Are they trying to be this dumb? Are they trying to be this ignorant? Because if somebody paid me millions of dollars, I don't know, I'd put in minimal effort at least to go. You know, I I don't want to look like an idiot, but apparently that's the job description. And people don't get exposed to the truth. You see it on social media where people point out the absurdity. Of the view, but you've got to realize there's three million, you know, stay-at-home moms or housewives or whatever who watch that and think this is this is the truth. This is the gospel truth. Whoopi Goldberg knows what she's saying because there's this disease we have in this country that if somebody's on TV, we assume they've been vetted. They we assume that they know what they're doing. Now it's it's just the same for Fox. I know a lot of the people that you see, most of the people actually you, you see on Fox, the, from the hosts to the, uh, to the guests to the contributors and whatever. And you go, Oh, wow. They're, they're on to talk about this. And then it's sitting there going, you know what? This person doesn't know a damn thing about North Korea, but here they are opining about North Korea. I have been booked on these shows. I'm not anymore because I, I tell the truth about it because it's absurd (laughs) but you have this hey you get an email from a producer what are you doing uh, a week from tuesday you want to be on the show and you're like "Uh, sure i guess what do you want me to talk about we'll let you know the morning of 
And like, what do you mean you'll let me know the morning of? What if I don't know anything about the topic at hand? What if I don't care about the topic at hand? Whatever. And it doesn't matter. They will send you an Associated Press story. They'll say, here's the topic at hand. Read this story and then send me a couple of lines about what you think of it. And anybody can read something and have an opinion about it. Everybody can do that. It's much like the portal to expel post-digested food from the human body. Everybody has <laughs> an opinion. But is it an educated opinion? No. Is it an informed opinion? No. Is it important? No, it is not. But you see somebody on television giving it, and you automatically assume, well, there's news in their name. It's the cable news network. That's what CNN stands for. They wouldn't put some random hack on television to fill time. And then you realize that over the last 20 years, it's gone from newsmakers and knowledgeable people to the people who will go up there and throw bombs. If the worst thing, the fastest way to never get booked on cable television again, James, is to say, you know what? I don't really know enough about that to have an opinion. I'm not sure yet. I don't want to rush to judgment. It is... You, you've got to go out there and say, this is all their fault. This is, it doesn't matter which side you're on. This is a terrible thing. It's horrible. Nothing is, you know what? This doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And by next Wednesday, we won't even be talking about this anymore. You can't do, you'll never be invited back on again. And aside from, you know, prostitutes and crack, the only thing people in Washington, D.C. want more is a cable news contributor contract. So they're going to go and <laughs> play the game. Every, and you, you, the audience, does they assume, well, they've got news in their name. They're giving you They're not. And you can come away dumber. If you, you, I well, know you watch some of these shows and you sit there. I don't. I you, stopped. You, and you go, Derek, let me tell you something. I made a decision. I don't believe it or not, and you can. I don't watch cable news at all anymore. Good. I don't watch it. I Good. read. That's what I do because I got sick of it, and I. I so don't am I? Watch am I it. telling the truth here? Am I preaching here? Heck yeah! Are you doing Heck dishes, yeah. Derek? Is it? Uh... No, I've got a big thing of uh, lemon water with ice that I just shook up because oh. it, it, I really have only been up for five minutes, and I, it needed a, a good shake. My, my well, toothbrushing is gone to the point that I can drink lemon without that sort of ugh, reaction. So I was having my first sip of water of the day. So we're going to take a break, and we're coming back. Derek Hunter is with us. Derek, start thinking about this. I want specifics. What do the Republicans do here in response to this indictment? What do we do? What do they do? I'm a conservative. So what do they do? And we're playing Marvin Gaye for a reason, folks. Today's the anniversary of Marvin Gaye's death by the hands of his own dad. April Fool's Day. It's not fools. We're coming back. The gang is here. Diego's here. Avery's here. Derek is with us. Scott is here. Scott has been watching Russian propaganda TV. And he has one of the most unusual takes on Russian propaganda that I have ever heard in my life. Well, you must have, think it has validity. I I think it's interesting, Scott. I, in fact, I want you to I want you to share it with Derek. All right. When we get back, let me go get another cup of coffee and some lemon and ice. Okay, do it. It's our Saturday morning Eat radio extravaganza. <laughs> I'm drinking my coffee, and coffee is not for suckers. We're coming right back. My statement. 
on WABC. Don't go away. The Saturday Morning Radio Extravaganza. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. On this day, 1966, the Trogs recorded this at Regent Sound Studio in London. It went on to become a number one hit in the United States of America, reached number two in the U.K., in June of 1967. All right, we have Derek Hunter with us. We have the gang here. Avery's here. Diego's here. Scott's here. Rhonda's going to come up later on in the show today. And uh, Rhonda uh, says uh, coffee is not for suckers. And we'll deal with that as we go along. I'm having my coffee now. Scott was, okay, we're going to get to the Donald Trump indictment thing, because Scott, uh, uh, Derek, please, I am so inflamed about this whole thing, but I'm not just inflamed that Alvin Bragg uh, took these actions, I'm inflamed that it has been years of the Republicans being a bunch of wusses that allows Democrats to think that they can get away with this kind of crap. But Scott, this morning, is... uh, Russian propaganda. He watches RT. And who watches RT? Scott watches RT. I don't know. Even when you're oh. sitting in the waiting room to meet with the head of the Russian mafia, they don't put on RT. <laughs> it's too much truth. That's <laughs> what yeah, mafia mafia doesn't want you to see that. Okay, so Scott, share with us your okay. So. Uh, Little uh, the story that's not—I wouldn't say it's been buried by the American media, just because it's been overshadowed by the Trump thing. But a, a pretty major um, policy decision yesterday was made by the Parliament of Turkey to allow uh, Finland to—they voted to what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Not inaugurate, but accept them into NATO. Accept, yeah, to bring Finland into NATO. They voted to accept Finland into NATO. So, of course, Russia does not want Finland into NATO because historically fin- uh, Russia has always wanted that to be a satellite nation of theirs and have that, that border on their buffer. So what do they do? A half hour later, they whip together the most amazing, interesting, fascinating documentary. I have one, one of the best documentaries that I've ever seen on anything about the genocide in Finland of non-Finns during World War II and how they locked up non-Finns in concentration camps and killed them. And it was just, and I'm like, well, this has to be fake. This has to be. So I'm, I'm, I'm Googling. I mean, there's the, every, every, every article I can find on the Internet, this happened. This was a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just amazed. My point is that Russian propaganda is the best propaganda in the world because it's based on fact. 
Our propaganda in this country is not based on fact. Russia is able to pull actual facts and actual occurrences out of history and present them to further their argument and further their policy. When we present propaganda, you know, it's, hey, white people are uh, killing killing black people in, in uh, Los Angeles with their cars because there's too much pollution coming out of it, and, and they're racist. And there's no facts presented there. But that was my point, was that Russian propaganda, generally speaking, I have not found one thing they've ever used in the in, in what we would consider propaganda that's been false. Their propaganda is true. This is scary. And this they're good at exciting. it. Communist right. sympathizers on James Gold. They're not well, communists. You know, how much Putin money did you Wait, get? No, no, no. You're going to tell me that Vladimir Putin is more communist than Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or any of these woke I morons? Wait a minute. They're not communists. That is not a communist nation. Now he's telling us that Russia's not communist. That's not communist. China's and, and, communist. Okay, Russia's not communist. Yeah. What's communist about Russia? Explain to me what's go. You know what the, what the definition of the economic system of communism is. How is Russia practicing that? Not only do we have Russian sympathizers, they, have, you can bash me all you want to, but you're I'm not, not you're not furthering your argument. <laughs> your argument is literally based on Russian propaganda. Okay, that's so there's no fur, you've Neither scored one of you, a safety okay. on yourself. There's no reason for let's, us to try to score a touchdown. Okay, let's just ball. let's take one thing. One thing. Russia's communist. Go. Prove to me Russia's communist. How I, I wasn't the one who said Russia's communist. I think Russia is a complete totalitarian dictatorship that exists at the pleasure of Vladimir Putin to make him rich and the people who do that strive. It is more fascist than communist. Okay, so. Their version of communism. One of the things that Rush used to say, and this is, he's once KB, once KGB, always KGB. You don't get out. You may change the name. You may change whatever it is, but it's still the same. Look at Can the, you apply that to the CIA? Can you say once okay, CIA, now, always now, CIA? Now let's go to the hate America thing here. No. Why not? There's a documentary on RT about you're, you're, how You're this, bringing uh, up things that are analogous within bad. our own system. You're, you're bringing up parts of Russia that we have. So how is it? So is, let's say, we have to take a, break. a talk show gathering. God, I hope we have it. It doesn't <laughs> seem like it sometimes, but I hope we have it. We damn well better have it. 800-848-WABC. If you want to talk to communist sympathizers, Scott. They're not communists. <laughs> They're not communists. <laughs> I'll back up, Scott. They're, they're, it's a ca- I've been to Russia. It's very capitalist. Oh, you've been to Cuba, too? Not yet. What does that have to do with anything? I'm just axing. W-A-B. <laughs> At least you know you can pay these guys less and all the same, right? <laughs> There's one way to keep the clock on time and get to the break on time in this show. <laughs> That's to do what I just did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh boy. WABC Talk Radio 77, 800-848-WABC is the number. Kami Scott is here. RT Propagandist. Derek Hunter, the author, the columnist, the philanthropist and humanitarian Derek Hunter is here. Derek, I keep calling you a philanthropist because I'm waiting for people to start asking you for money. No, I, um, I, I, I've given sandwiches to homeless guys back when I didn't have any money and 
I was working at the Heritage Foundation. I'd take all the subway leftover from public events. There's nothing, there's no more disappointed face on earth than a homeless junkie at Union Station going, can I get a dollar to get a sandwich? And they really want crack. And he's like, no, but here's a gallon Ziploc bag full of sandwiches. Problem solved. Middleman cut out. And they look at you like, I can't smoke this. We're coming back right after this. Don't go away. Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. Who has been obsessing on this song for the last three days, and I don't know why. I've I've played this song about 20 times over the last three days. It's Starship. Otherwise known as Jefferson Starship. Otherwise known as Jefferson Airplane. Airplane, yes, exactly. Otherwise known as probably should have broken up before they recorded this piece of crap and that we built this city on rock and roll. (laughs) I like we built this city on rock and roll. Come on. I love this. What do you mean? He does have a bit of a point. This is pop. Technics. So what? You go What's from well white rabbit pop? to hey, soft, look, I've got a Casio keyboard. I like, I like pop. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bashing it, but it is not soft rock adult and roll. contemporary. Pop is a uh, uh, awfully kind. I love this song. What's wrong with this song? Nothing wrong with this song. The next thing you know, somebody's going to be knocking. Real instruments is kind of an issue with this song. This is a pre-programmed Casio. Ninety percent of it. Could you program a Casio to do this? Ooh. If I wanted Oops. to, yeah, I'm Ooh. sure I, my uh, kids actually to. play with GarageBand and not iPad. It's always your argument with music. Like if you wanted to make good music, you could make the same music as anybody else in the world. No, your fault there is you assume this is good music. <laughs> you got me. This is one of the best songs of the 80s. Are you kidding me? And his vocals. Isn't that one of the best songs of the 80s? His vocals are amazing. You've, you've lost. They were sucking up to you, James, and you've lost them. <laughs> well, once you go after RT, gloves are off. I don't know how. Can we? Can we talk about the news? I'm sorry to wake you. Okay, but, yeah, uh, okay let's talk about the news. I want to. I want to get your. T- forget it. I'm taking over the show. This is now the Derek Hunter Radio Extravaganza on Saturday. I want to get Finally. your take on what Nancy Pelosi tweeted this week upon the news of the pending indictment. Now I don't know if this uh, will covered it be already to see ago. when this indictment is unsealed. But Nancy Pelosi. I get it. She's old. The hamster running in the wheel in her head has got like three broken legs, so it's not going the way that it used to. It's not firing on all cylinders, and she was already dealing with like a two-cylinder engine, so, you know, problems. But she tweeted out, quote, The grand jury has acted upon the facts and the law. No one is above the law, and everyone has the right 
to a trial to prove innocence. Speaking of communism, this is straight out of the KGB. You show me the man, I'll show you the crime. But you get a chance to prove your innocence. Um, Now, in the old Soviet Union, the jury was absolutely 100% free to declare you not guilty. They would just replace you in the gulag. You know, that was the understanding. They didn't need to tell the jury how to vote. It was, somebody's going to the gulag. Do you want it to be you guys, or do you want it to be that person? And they go, well, we want it to be that person. So the the trial was rigged. But we have something called the presumption of innocence in this country. You don't get to go on trial to prove your innocence. But since Nancy has decided to invert our system of justice, why don't we take her up on that? There are a lot of allegations, mean-spirited allegations about Nancy Pelosi and how she went from relatively modest means to nearly $300 million in net worth. And there's, you know, maybe her husband is perfect timing guy when it comes to selling and buying stocks. But I think we need not an investigation. That's so passe. That's so 10 minutes ago. We need a trial. To find out. So to give Nancy the opportunity to prove her innocence. In fact, all of the people who've gone into office, the Debbie Washer, Herr Schultzes of the world, who have gotten rich while committing publics, who knew there was so much money in helping the poor? I've made the wrong choice in my career. But let's put these people on trial so that they have an opportunity to prove their innocence. And as a matter of fact, some of the members of more modest means, meaning, you know, $10 million, Let's put them on continual trial, them and their family members, so that we can call it the Lawyer Full-Time Employment Act, so that, you know, billable hours can happen and we can ruin them financially. They're, you know, the generational wealth that they thought they had accumulated. Let's really take it out of them because I wouldn't be able to sleep soundly at night thinking that they had not been afforded the opportunity to prove their innocence at trial. I think we really need to get out there and get in front of this because anything less would be uncivilized. Anything else would just be wrong. Who's with me here? Well, like you said, I was with you yesterday because I did this yesterday. Covered the story yesterday, had the same take. In fact, I talked about the NVIDIA deal that the Paul Pelosi and Nancy Pelosi just seemed to walk into and make millions of dollars on NVIDIA and they knew legislation, and this was a deal that was announced where legislation came out that boosted NVIDIA stock, and she had the inside track on it. This is nothing. The It is the appearance of... Don't you love how ins- these people just get... You ever fall bass backwards into stock options ever in your exactly. life? Exactly. You no, it, never, never. Never. Me either. And me I've either. never I've fallen into too. an IPO either that was just perfectly timed, just like some of these people are able to do. Yeah. So you know what? This is you're absolutely right. But this is but Derek, this goes right to the heart of what I was what I was asking about earlier. Uh, look, we have sat down for years and watched all of this happen. We've watched the Pelosi's get rich. We've watched Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation. Peter Schweitzer, I talked about this yesterday. The book on the Clinton Foundation. Are, are we the only ones that actually know what is in that book? What the allegations are? The millions of dollars that have been funneled into the Biden Foundation, I mean, into Joe Biden's family, the millions of dollars that flowed into the Clinton Foundation with no accountability. If if you can have some two-rate prosecutor in New York do this to Donald Trump, why is there no response with all of the uh, the, the prosecutors that are Republican prosecutors 
around the country to actually go back and look at some of these things that we have all been saying for for well over a decade. This is problematic. We need somebody. We should. This all started back in with George W. Bush. Yeah, you can say George W. Bush is a decent man. He's a, whatever. I don't care. He um, had an opportunity because I know you remember this full well. The Buddhist temple in Al yep. Gore. And yep. he goes to a bunch, bunch of people who have uh, made a pledge, a vow of poverty, and comes out with $200,000. All of them are Chinese nationals. And the Bush administration comes in and says, we're looking forward, not backward. Well, every prosecution is looking backward. Nobody was murdered in the future. Nobody, we're not in pre-crime here. Everything is looking backward. You should have, they should have looked into that. They should have looked into all the money that miraculous, everybody who gave it went scurrying back to China. They had another opportunity with the Trump administration with the Obama administration. You remember the Obama administration raised a, a ton of money under $200 donations from Visa gift cards. Where did those right. come from? Visa gift cards. Who who right. goes what person inclined to give money to a politician goes, you know, but first I want to buy a Visa gift card and I'm going to buy a ton of them. And I'm going to write Mickey because after a certain you can go through the average person can probably come up with fifty fake names or people you went to high school with as you're filling out the, the forms, even though it's not reported, you have to enter some information. And then sooner or later you get around to Mickey Mouse. That's why you find out that somebody's registering voters or some petition has Mickey Mouse written on it. Because people run out of names and they just go, I've I gotta keep checking this box. I don't get paid unless I do so many of them. So you go, Daffy Duck or some crap like that. But it's worth looking into because I'm pretty sure Mickey Mouse isn't real. And if he is, why is he buying Visa gift card? James O'Keefe this week discovered hundreds of thousands of dollars in political donations from very uh, from social security bound senior citizens people were just entering seemingly their their name and address under the guise that, that nobody's going to look and this is why this is how i believe a lot of voter fraud happens if you look at the voter rolls you can find out this person hasn't voted in in three election cycles there's a high probability they're not going to vote in this election cycle. So you compile those lists and you send in your people where in states where no photo ID is required to come in and say, hey, my name is uh, Bob Johnson. Here's my address. And there's no the only way you're, that gets caught is if Bob Johnson, after five elections of sitting out, decides, you know what, I'm going to get off my ass and get involved. Because otherwise they're never going to know. You don't get a thank you for voting sticker in the mail. There's no buddy following up saying, hey, did you really vote? And so you, it's they stuff the ballot box, but they do so in a way that you really can't differentiate from it. It's wild corruption. It happens right under our noses, and nobody seems to give a damn. Well, I do. One of the things I call for is biometric ID for voting. We have the technology to stop all this cold, period. But we don't, because there's not the political will to do it. Let me go back to the Trump thing. Stormy Daniels has weighed in, and she says that, oh, she's so sorry. Well, she said a few things. She said, number one, her, um, her, uh, remember when Trump said, grab the, grab them by the, um, um, thing? By the what? Well, what are you talking? I don't know. What are you talking about? What are you referring 
<laughs> Just kidding. She said you. that her... Was it hoo-ha? Was that the word? Yeah, her hoo-ha. Is a, uh, is she says that Trump grabbed her by uh, no, she's hairs saying that her, and he fell in? What she's saying today is that her hoo-ha has grabbed Donald Trump back. <laughs> That's what she's saying. You know what I find funny is she was on Twitter talking about, oh, thanks, everybody, for the support. My sales of autographed photos on the website are going through the roof. And so I, I clicked the link. I did it. it did, I did it for research purposes only. Oh, and yeah. for twenty bucks, you can get a a a, 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 gra- a I was gonna say spread eagle, but I thought that'd be too early on a Saturday morning. And you can is. get a graphic photograph of her uh, autograph for twenty bucks. And I had the thought that if you know anybody who has an autographed eight by ten glossy of a porn star, you should probably avoid that person forever. Well, who 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 goes? I want something. I can never display and, and, and immediately be ashamed that I purchased. If you walk into somebody's house and they got a framed 8x10 photograph of a nude porn star, run. So you're basically Besides, buying something you're you, going to shove into a drawer somewhere. Why but, do you have to pay for it? All you got to do is open up the Daily Mail and look at Kim Kardashian's latest photo spread. But it's not autographed, James. It's not. Don't you understand? And there's oh, probably. You can fake it, I mean, I'd you say can it's it, got the person's yeah. DNA on it. But with the case of Stormy Daniels, it could be like twelve people's DNA on it. So you never. Know. Ew! Ew! <clears throat> she, she should make. She should sell signed syringes of penicillin. She'd make more money. <laughs> She's also saying, Ms. Daniels, that she fears that there's going to be injury, death, and destruction. And this ties into, we got to take a break, we'll come back, but this ties into another story today. Apparently, Alvin Bragg has been getting very racist and ugly messages. And Al Sharpton's not going to put up with it. I do love Stormy Daniels. You know, she's paid money to keep her mouth shut. There's a pro tip in there for everybody. Never pay a porn star to keep their mouth shut. That's one third of their business. Does he get his money back if uh, <laughs> w- she, she violate the terms of the agreement? No, w- Michael Avenatti stole all her money. She's already been ordered to pay Trump's legal fees in the case against that she brought against him for defamation, and then Michael Avenatti took her book money, took everything. Man, it's just uh, not a. Not a good. It's it's almost like people in porn aren't super bright. I know. I hope you're sitting down. WABC Talk Radio 77 coming back. We're going to take some calls too when we get back. Don't go away. This is the Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. Foreigner brings us back on WABC. It's Saturday morning. Have that second, third cup of coffee with us or your lemon water. Iced. You liked my one-third of their business model, didn't you? Didn't you like that? I love that. <laughs> That's a, a, keep, your, keep her mouth shut one-third of her business. <laughs> the other two-thirds are... Never mind. Never um, mind. It's a pain in the ass to talk about. <laughs> oh... Mike in uh, Queens has uh, a point he wants to bring up about another story that's in today's news. Mike, welcome. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't have a in Russian to your two comrade guests or good morning. And, uh, of course, there's another <laughs> thing about, uh, you know, uh, good morning. You know, that, that's what it means. 
So, so basically, uh, yeah, it isn't communist though. It, it's uh, it's become more of a dictatorship. Uh, but but the the economic system is uh, purely capitalism. In fact, it's crazy capitalism in Russia. Now, uh, have you heard about this, James? There is this U.S. attorney decision out, of, or rather, the U.S. attorney came out with a huge press release. It's all over the place from the FBI, from the U.S. attorney's office, Eastern District of New York about a guy by the name of Douglas Mackey who came out with a meme in the 2016 elections, which basically said, oh, you can vote by text, right? And because of that, he was convicted now. And a meme is, you know, a photo that that you tweet out or whatever. And and he's been convicted, no sentencing yet, by a jury of his peers in a federal court for a meme. Uh, well, it's more than a meme. It it is more than a meme, and I've seen it. And what it is, and it's not just you can vote by text. It's a picture of Hillary Clinton, and it's telling, it's urging people to vote for Hillary Clinton by phone. And he gives a text mm-hmm. number where you can you can stay home and still vote for Hillary Clinton. Now, you and I would look at that thing and say, oh, this is stupid. Of course you can't do it. Well, it's only because it is stupid. I mean, honestly, if you put a box of broken glass in front of somebody and said, you know, it's high in fiber and it's one of the greatest breakfast cereals now, if they take two bites, it's on them. Right? Doesn't it? At a certain point, do you have to be responsible for how stupid somebody else is? But you live in a look. I, but so, Mike, you don't think? Obviously, you think that he should not have been uh, found guilty. I, I think there's a, there's a point where you you go too far with uh, you know controlling people's free speech. Fine him, yes. Scold him, yes. But to be convicted of this, I don't even I don't even know if this will stand up in appeal. I mean, you know, it's such a weird case. Because what's next? The onion? They're gonna they're gonna convict the onion. They're gonna convict. Uh, There's a big uh, difference. Look, well, here's the thing. You re- now see. I love the point that you just raised because at the same time that this is happening, you have the Zuckerbergs giving. How many millions of dollars did they give directly to election officials, which in some cases violated the law on its face? And there's been nothing about that. But at the same time, this was incredibly stupid. You don't put on, even if you're doing a meme, you don't put the candidate's face on with all the election laws going on in this country. You do not. I mean, I mean it's he stupid. wasn't an official election channel. I know that, but what by the way, what about the memes? What about the memes? Hold that, on. All right. This was professionally done. This wasn't some kid sitting around with his little Adobe Illustrator at home saying, ooh, I'm going to put together a meme. This actually came from a company that put this together for him, and it looks like a realistic ad. What about all the memes that said Trump voters vote on Tuesday, Hillary voters vote on Wednesday? Should those people all go to prison? Of course not. But it's the same thing. There's no difference. It is not the same thing. Oh, my gosh, it's exactly the same thing. It is the same thing. It is not. When you look at an ad and it says it targets Hillary. Now, what I don't like about this, of course, the prosecutor said, oh, this was meant to suppress black voters. Oh, what are you saying? Black voters are the only people stupid enough to buy this? I think you're the one that just said that. We weren't saying I just, that. I just, I'm saying no, the no, prosecutor No, Democrats did. say that all the time. Like, black voters are incapable a, a of getting stupid. a photo ID. 
Right. Like, Which oh, is really I, that's find, here's an idea: spend half the calories finding the seven people in the country. Spend half the calories you're using to block this. Finding the seven people in the country who don't have a photo ID. Get them a photo ID, and problem is solved. Amen. All right. So anyway, but thank you for the call, Mike. This is a really interesting case. I'm, of course, opposed by the communist over there, uh, the, the, the RT Russian guy. You have to apply the law equally to everything. So if you're going to argue that that guy should go to prison for writing that, what, what was it again, that, that uh, Hillary... The oh, vote yeah, you vote by Hillary. So if, if that's illegal, you just opened up pretty much everything anybody has ever posted on the Internet for prison. No, you have not. This is a very specific... Um, thing that was designed to look like a legitimate ad. That that's what makes it a good joke. Two idiots. That's what. That's how. There's the word we used to have for that. It's called parody. Yes, I know. I don't. Question. It's going to be interesting to see where this case. I think the guy's stupid for letting this. For for, this is not something that I would do. I'd be like, no. The guy's stupid for posting it. Could you prove there's anybody out there sitting with their iPhone on election day going, I'm texting the number, but I'm not getting verification that Hillary. <laughs> Can you prove that that exists? Or does that, is that person as real as the, the black people who are incapable of going to the DMV and getting a driver's license? I mean, it's, you guys are making good points. I'm not, I just looked at this and said, this is not something I would have done. I think it was a dumb move on his part. I'm not saying I think he should have been convicted. I'm saying why open yourself up for that? You just, the, there are certain things you just uh, because you, people do that all the time. He didn't think he was doing anything unusual. That was the, that was. I, I promise you, the guy didn't go watch this. I'm going to cost Hillary a hundred thousand votes right now. I'm going to I'm going to cost. Forget her never going to Wisconsin. This meme is going to flip that state red. I guarantee you, he looked at it and said, "This is pretty funny." It, it, the implicit joke is Democrats are morons, and it just turns out that Democrats agree Democrats are morons. And so they go, how dare you point out that we're morons? And now you're going to jail for pointing yeah. it out. <laughs> uh, Derek, thank you for being with us, my friend, as always. Thank you, James. Where can people find you, Derek, quickly? Townhall.com and uh, Patreon.com slash Derek Hunter Podcast. Thank you, Derek Hunter. Always bring such an amazing breath of intellect to the program, along with our Russian collaborator. <laughs> we'll be back for hour number two. Don't go away.